So in today's podcast, I talk about postpartum periods. So what to expect, what is normal, can you get pregnant, all of the things that come with postpartum menstruation are in today's podcast. Now I have to give a big warning, my phone would not shut up during this whole podcast, so you might hear a few dings here and there. I apologize ahead of time, but I hope it's not too distracting and I hope you enjoy Hey mama, are you in your third trimester and starting to freak out about the postpartum period? We'll take a deep breath and welcome to the New Mom Naturopath Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kaylin Galloway, a naturopathic physician and a fellow mom who's been in your shoes. From mindset techniques to holistic strategies for your health, we'll empower you to navigate motherhood with confidence and vitality. So grab a comforting cup of tea, or who are we kidding, coffee, and let's dive in to this incredible chapter of your life. My goal of this podcast is to embrace the naturopathic principle of docere, which means to teach. I really want you to learn practical advice on how to actually improve your postpartum experience, but this does not replace the use of your own personal physician. Any and all medical advice should be done and taken through the careful and personal decisions of your medical doctor. Can I let you in on a little secret? You're probably spending way too much time preparing for labor and not enough time preparing for postpartum. Postpartum is a zillion times longer, and I want to help you with it. So check out my free training at www.thenewmomnaturopath.com. That's thenewmomnaturopath.com. It's a 40-minute training that helps you prepare for postpartum with confidence. All right, welcome back to the New Mom Naturopath podcast. And today we're going to talk about your first period after postpartum and what to expect what is actually going on with your body as you start to have a menstrual cycle again, and what is a menstrual cycle supposed to look like? Should you be worried about the first period after postpartum? All the questions. So the problem here is that you often aren't really given a lot of guidance on this. You know, you're not going to have it really come up during your postpartum visits because they're too close to the actual um, birth and you're still experiencing lochia, which is the, um, you're likely still experiencing lochia, which is the bleeding after postpartum and part of the healing process of postpartum. And so there's two different kinds of bleeding that you'll experience in postpartum. One is called lochia. Lochia happens immediately after postpartum and usually continues for a series of weeks after postpartum. Um, some women can experience lochia up to four weeks after postpartum. And this is a time where you're just, I mean, <laughs> I like, a lot of people would joke in my world because we are naturopaths and so it, you know, if you work in the medical field, you kind of have conversations that are just gross all the time. So it's a guaranteed bodily fluids or not, but we would always joke and say that postpartum is a time of leaking. It's just a very leaky time. <laughs> and uh, that is certainly true for the case of Lokia. This is a time where you'll probably still need those pads from the post from the hospital. Um, a lot of women really do actually like to wear adult diapers in this time frame. I know I did because it was just more comfortable, especially since everything was healing. I had a C-section section scar, so a lot of underwear just was really uncomfortable, <laughs> for really being honest. And so um, that made it more um, normal. And then the second thing is you'll start to have your period return 
for a variety of reasons. Now, if you do not have a period that and you are nursing, that is totally normal. Your period can um, be halted by the act of nursing, and we'll get to that in just a second. So the first thing I want to talk to you about is hormone changes as a result of the natural cycle that women normally have. So way back when, before you got pregnant, you likely had a regular cycle that lasted on average around 28 days. Some women have it be a couple days more, some women have a couple days less, but generally it's around 28 days. And you count that from the first day you bleed to the next um, time you bleed. So the first day to first day, and your day number one is the first day that you bleed. And post, or the um, process of menstruation can be put down into four different phases of your menstrual cycle, but it has two different parts. So, and this is kind of one of those weird ways of saying it, but it'll make sense in just a second. So, <laughs> follicular phase is the part of the menstrual cycle in which eggs within the ovary are being developed. They're being stimulated by um, FSH, which is a hormone secreted in the brain that tells the ovaries to develop and mature an egg. That increases over the courses of day one to day 13. So you're bleeding from days one to five or seven. Some women are lucky and get just three days of bleeding. But while you're bleeding, you're still actually secreting hormones. You just don't have estrogen and progesterone at high levels in the body. But your body is still working on that next cycle. You just aren't having the, the hormone blast that you do in the second half. Then the ovulation phase happens. This is a, this is preceded by a rapid surge in luteinizing hormone or LH. This is another hormone that is actually secreted by your brain and that will allow the uh, matured egg that you matured through FSH to be released. So over the follicular phase, you'll have a slow and steady increase of FSH until it hits a point where it kind of, it does, it does its own little blurp. And then that little, that large raise in FSH causes LH to surge and you'll have a very big spike of LH. That'll allow for the egg to be released into the fallopian tube. And that at that point is the time in which you can actually get pregnant. So that egg will survive for 24 hours and sperm can last within the um, uterus and fallopian tubes up to seven days, five to seven days, depending on which, which research you go to. But you can, <laughs> it's usually around five. Um, so you can get pregnant only on one day, but you can have sex on different days and still get pregnant on that one day. So let's just be confusing. <laughs> so we'll recap real quick what happens during your follicular phase. During your follicular phase, you have your menstrual cycle, what your menstruation, or you start bleeding. You have your period that usually will last on average around five days. Um, and then you also are developing that egg, you're developing that follicle because of FSH 
Then LH is released as a, at the point in which FSH is really peaked in your body. And that egg is released. And at that point, you can become pregnant. Now that egg or follicle has um, the properties of, it, it has the ability to release progesterone. And that's the actual place in which progesterone is being released in your body is through that follicle that has been secreted by the ovary. And its job is to keep that, keep that progesterone high enough until a sperm can fertilize it. And then the act of a sperm fertilizing that egg allows for an increase in progesterone. And then more of the cells within that egg will multiply and it starts to actually grow. And it ultimately leads to it embedding into the uterus, which ultimately leads to the beautiful baby that's might be sitting in your belly or in your lap <laughs> right now. But assuming it doesn't get uh, fertilized, that egg will stop producing progesterone and that rapid decrease in progesterone um, causes a decrease in estrogen as well. That's like very simply put, there's a lot more things that go into that, but overall. And those that drop in progesterone and estrogen is what causes you to have the menstruation signaled. So that's when you start to shed your uterine lining and you start to lose, the, the follicle is, is lost into menstruation and you start the process all over again. The stimulation of progesterone also helps with preparing the uterine lining. It helps you with creating a home that would be perfect and ideal for implantation to occur. And it is, this is the very significant reason why pre- <laughs> menstrual syndrome or uh <laughs> gosh today's the day of just text messages all the time anyway <laughs> i'm gonna focus the the symptoms of early pregnancy are very similar to that of pms because they're largely started by this increase in um hormones and so that is what really causes you to have those experiences and it's also why it's really hard to know that your period is coming or is not coming now what does this have to do with the first period postpartum well this cycle happens but it is also a very confusing part of your body like your body is trying to set go back to its normal tone normal set point for hormones and you've just gotten off of this whirlwind of hormone changes in your body. You've had rapid decreases, as we've discussed in other podcasts, we have rapid decrease in estrogen and progesterone. You've had um, a change in prolactin levels. You've had a change in oxytocin levels. You've had a change in your HBA axis, so that means the cortisol going in your body, and you've had changes in your thyroid levels. Even if everything is functioning as it is, your body is going through a lot of different changes. And so generally speaking, the body doesn't start this cycle immediately for a lot of people. In fact, I was reading a study over the weekend, about 25% of women will have their period start within the first six months if even, even if they start, they are nursing and exclusively breastfeeding. So sometimes people will end up having a period right away. In fact, you can get your first period three to four weeks after you give birth, like 
this is not something that, that has to take forever to occur. Your ovaries are fully functional after you give birth. And also, you will not always get a period before you're able to get pregnant. So this ovulation can occur before you're even ready to consider what kind of birth control you are about to experience. So I hope that gives you a little bit of information about how to go about planning for it um, because you might have your period start right away. You might have the lochia bleed, bleed last for just a week and then a couple weeks later you might start having your period. Or you might have a, um, a really long lochia and that might cause you, you know, and then you might not have a period for another year. And there are even some women that will nurse and not just exclusively nurse, but they will nurse and their body will not start this cycle again until they absolutely stop nursing altogether. So your body is going to have variations compared to everybody. So comparison is the devil. <laughs> Don't compare to other, other people. And just because a type of birth control works for somebody does not mean it is going to work for you. So if you do not want to get pregnant after postpartum, make sure you're taking the necessary steps in order to make sure that you're ready for postpartum. Now, um, what can you expect of that first period postpartum? Well, it really depends on a lot of different things. What was your period like before? And what uh, changes happened during pregnancy? And what is your, what is your tolerance? Um, so there's a couple of factors that affect flow. Now, the amount of period, the amount of blood loss during a period really is dependent on factors. Now, if you have the presence of anemia, anemia is actually a, um, a symptom. It, it can actually lead to increased loss of blood during your period. It is pro, I forget the name, the, <laughs> the, the medical term, but it, because your body has are there's this really I don't want to go in the almost like it's like <laughs> do I want to go there no um <laughs> when you are anemic you actually tend to bleed more easily because you have less blood and um, less clotting this less ability to clot we'll just call it that and not go into the very nitty gritty details and so you continually have a heavier flow if you are anemic so if you lost blood during postpartum, you had, let's say you had a, a postpartum hemorrhage or you had a um, very long lochia and you just lost blood and you didn't have the chance to replenish it, um, your periods could get heavier afterwards. So if that is something that is different than it was pre-baby, then you probably should talk to your doctor about running some tests and make sure that you don't have any sort of anemia. In terms of duration, this is widely varied. There's not really a set point of why a woman's period would be a certain length. Um, and then in terms of discomfort, a lot of women have a decrease in um, cramping and discomfort in postpartum. Um, and then some women also have an increase in discomfort in postpartum. And so it is super important that you... Um, turning off sound... Uh, <laughs> That you just take in mind that all of the things that you're normally used to that have happened for years and years and years and how you've addressed all of the symptoms of your period postpartum, it's really easy to overwhelm yourself and to think that you might have 
you might be something might be wrong and in reality it might just be that you have a lot of changes going on in your body and over time this might assimilate now if you're in real physical discomfort then make sure you talk to your physician about how to handle it some ways that you can manage physical discomfort and this is if it is not excruciating is going for a light walk um this is more of a distracting technique if i'm really being honest i know like for me, if I see a tampon commercial that is um, doing cartwheels, I'm, I literally kind of get murderous because um, that's just great. Um, <laughs> but then also making sure that you're getting foods with adequate amounts of magnesium, making sure that you're um, hydrating, and also taking the time to turn inward, being internal, knowing that the time of your period is a time of, of reflection and it is a time where energy should not be a, a huge expenditure. This shouldn't be the time where you start to do high-intensity workouts, especially since you're postpartum, but also just know that it is a time to go inward. And you already are in a depleted state postpartum, most likely, um, just as the way it is. Like, it's just kind of... So make sure that you're taking time to go inward. You're taking time to be gentle with yourself. You're not giving yourself crazy long to-do lists during your period postpartum and making sure that you're okay, that you might have an emotionally labile um, period of time around your period that is okay and normal. Again, you're having your body go through this crazy transition where it's restructuring a bunch of hormones and having to keep a baby alive and not getting sleep, and everyone in their mother wants to come and hold your baby, and you just want to snuggle and sleep. And also, they won't sleep. You can't sleep while they snuggle with you. And like, ugh. Anyway, give yourself grace, grace in that moment. It's all going to be okay. Get help. Make sure you're telling everyone around you that you need the extra help. Obviously, you don't have to say like, I'm on my period, help me. But please do, because that's like normal and like a normal bodily function. But share what you want with others around you. Get the help you need. Reach out to people in your community that can help you. Give them clear instructions of how you want them to help you. Do you want them to bring you food? What is your comfort food? Eat it. Like, I mean, like, my comfort food is mac and cheese. I'm going to eat it. My other comfort food is coffee, coffee, coffee. You know, like, it's just, you, you got to bring it. <laughs> if you want to be my friend, bring me a Starbucks. And then you can hold the baby. <laughs> Um, if it's pumpkin lice, uh, spice season, oh my gosh, you better be bringing it. Um, but this period does end the postpartum period and your first period after postpartum. It isn't going to be the end of the world. Even if it is a little bit rough, it might be a little bit of craziness for a couple of days, but it should end. It shouldn't be excessively long. There shouldn't be any differences. Now, if you start to have large clots within your period, you start to feel dizzy, you start to have pale skin or an increase in bleeding, easy bruising, make sure you talk to your doctor. These are all signs that something is not right and you're not actually getting the help that you need through your diet and you probably need to add more things into your diet and or supplements and, and other treatment options that are going to help you feel a whole lot better. So I wanted to talk to you about this because this is one of those times where I like to help transition women from being just focused on baby to also being like, wow, my body's coming back online. This means my body is starting to think about the future and 
even if it is subconscious, even if it is on an innate adaptive level, because let's be real, I had it 21 days after I gave birth. Like, it was ridiculous. My body was just, just like, oh, you're ready? Let's go. Um, <laughs> let's go. I'm, I'm still focused on this little, like, he's still a sack of potatoes. Like, I, he doesn't have, like, human stuff yet. Um, can we stop? Nope. All right. Well, let's go. But this is what I love to help people with. I love to help women navigate this. So if you really want to get on a call with me, we could talk through all of the ways that I can help you, then go ahead and message me at admin at the new mom or find me on Instagram at Dr. Caitlin Galloway. And I really want to talk to you about all of the things. Now, let me know if you want any other, any more information about postpartum periods other topics about postpartum or more information about how your body manages postpartum, please let me know on there too. I really want to connect with you. I would love to build an amazing community with you and help you feel more welcome. And as always, I hope you have a lovely day. Thank you for listening to the New Mom Naturopath Podcast. I really hope you learned something and grew during this episode. If you could leave me a pot review on Apple Podcasts that'd be so helpful for me. If you have any questions, email me at admin at the new mom naturopath.com. And as always, please join our Facebook group, The New Mom Naturopath, on Facebook. Have a wonderful day.